Would it be true to say that the New Testament gives warnings about people who use the title for Jesus, Lord, but don't know him? So Matthew 7 mm -hmm. immediately comes to mind. Yeah. So we can agree, can we not, that just professing faith in Jesus is not the evidence that you really know him. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpott, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Now, in this podcast, we are seeking to answer any question you might have about doctrine, faith, practice, Bible verses, and the like. Now, if you're watching this podcast from YouTube or maybe listening on your favorite podcast app, we would love to hear from you and interact with the sort of questions you might have for Pastor Richard. The easiest way to get a question to us is by leaving a comment below the video or by going to our website and submitting a question. Our website is straighttruth.net. Now at that website, you can find links to all of our previous episodes, as well as merchandise and contact information. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. Well, Pastor, for this episode, we're gonna be talking about professing Christians who uh, another person, say a, a strong believer, believes is not a Christian. Got so it. how do you speak to somebody like that? The question goes like this. I have, a fam I have family members who believe they're saved, but I doubt their salvation. Their lifestyles, quite obviously, do not bear the fruit of salvation, in, in my opinion. However, they regularly attend a non-denominational church, or maybe, and they have a pastor that preaches a prosperity gospel. And mm. We see that a lot here in Houston, in our context. But they believe they're saved. So how do I evangelize them? Am I wrong to assume they are not saved? Uh, should I not judge them yeah. based on these conditions? Yeah, that's a great question, and we've all dealt with that at one time or another in our lives with people that we love. You know, the way that I think through this is, first of all, I want to ask, do my loved ones have a clear understanding of the gospel? Mm -hmm. So I want to begin there, just my own thinking, how I evaluate them. So part of the question has to do with, am I wrong to think that they're not Christians? Well, a part of that evaluation process is to ask, can I say that this loved one of mine knows the biblical gospel? And if I, if I have to say, I'm not sure that they do, mm -hmm. then that's probably where I want to begin in my conversation with them is, hey, let's just talk about the gospel and, and make sure we're saying the same thing or understanding the same thing. But if, I, if, if I'm convinced that they do know the gospel, then, but I'm concerned because I see mm -hmm. fruit in their lives that the New Testament would, would say throws into question whether or not they're truly regenerate. Mm -hmm. Then what I want to do is, can we at least agree on, on what Christians should be able to agree on? So mm -hmm. for example, can we agree that the Bible is the standard for us? Mm -hmm. So it's not our experiences or our opinions, it's That's the scriptures. Yep. Something else I wanna do is, is say, can we agree that Christians are to be able to talk about Jesus together? <laughs> mm -hmm. So what some of these folks run into, just having conversations through the years with people in our church, is their loved ones don't even wanna talk about Christ, mm -hmm. don't wanna talk about the Bible, don't wanna talk about these things. Yeah. So. I want to, to ask them if we can agree that the New Testament picture of believers is one where they talk about the things of God together. And if not, wouldn't that indicate a problem? So, Dad, if you and I can't even talk about these things together, I mean, that, that's part of my concern, Dad, mm -hmm. is you don't even want to talk about these things with me. I think we do want to be wise. Sometimes our loved ones are, are pushing us away, not because they're not willing to talk about these things, but because we're so zealous about these things 
we're always putting the full court press on. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, That's true. if we start down this road, it's probably going to involve us arguing and I don't want to even go there. So yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Is what we're running into. We think we're running into an unwillingness to talk about the things of God at all, when maybe what we're running into is what they've learned to expect once we talk about these things. Mm-hmm. So I also want to make sure that I'm a good evangelist in that if I know that conversion is the Lord's work and my work is just to be a witness, then it sort of frees me up to be winsome in that witnessing process. I, I don't, I'm not twisting their arm into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking for opportunities where we can talk about the things of the Lord and I can press a little bit on their claims mm-hmm. to love Christ. Another thing we can agree on as believers is the Bible describes the fruit of genuine conversion. Right. So if I can get my loved one to agree about that, then we can begin to examine what are those evidences. Mm. You know, brother, sister, what are those evidences that someone really knows Jesus? Does the Bible talk about that? Mm-hmm. So prayer is going to be your, your number one weapon of warfare, spiritual warfare, is to pray for them. Mm-hmm. Pray that the Lord would send people into their lives other than you. Sometimes what we're longing for is a result that would directly involve us when what God has planned is a result that indirectly involves us. So pray for the Lord to send, send uh, messengers into their life that you can't see, you don't, not, not even can envision right now, but the Lord's going to do it. But in terms of your part in it, look for those open doors of opportunity. Make sure that, that your spirit is good in the way that you present the truth and try to look for those common for that common ground that every believer should be able to agree on and take that as your starting place for future conversations. What about the person that can really say the gospel clearly? You know, and and, yeah. and that's that's a real issue because especially in American culture, I mean, if somebody's watching this from overseas, it might be quite different in their culture, but we, we've had that here for such a long time where somebody can, I mean, an athlete can say, yeah, can say something where where they believe in Jesus Christ and that He died for sinners, and especially in the South, Josh. Yeah, in the South, where, where we're living, you know, I mean, it's very cultural. So, yeah, and I think that's why one of the things that I mentioned a moment ago is so important: the biblical evidences of genuine life in Jesus Christ. It, would it be true to say that the New Testament gives warnings about people who who use the title for Jesus, Lord? but don't know him. So Matthew 7 mm-hmm. immediately That's comes true. to mind. Yep. So we can agree, can we not, that just professing faith in Jesus is not the evidence that you really know him. Mm-hmm. So what are the evidences? And then maybe take our loved one and go to the book of 1 John and say, you know, here are some evidences that you really have eternal life. Answered prayer, uh, confession of sin, love for fellow believers, uh, a pattern of righteousness in one's life instead of a pattern of, of habitual sin the recognition of false teaching, the ability to have discernment about what's true and false, these sorts of things. So, so maybe walk them through a book like that and say, you know, are these evidences showing up in your life? Mm-hmm. I would also say it's helpful to our loved one uh, to make clear that that door of concern opens both directions. Mm. So if I love you, my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, if I, if, if I love you enough to care about your soul, I'm comfortable with you loving me enough to care about mine. So if you see any area in my life that concerns you from the standpoint of 
not just salvation, but mm-hmm. obedience to Christ. You have that open door with me. Mm-hmm. If we can make clear that it's not a one-way concern that's being expressed, maybe it will open the door yeah. to have those conversations. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Straight Truth. Now, we'd love for you to share this episode with friends and family and to subscribe. The easiest way to do that is by going to our website, straighttruth.net, and there you will find links to all of our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Now, Straight Truth is listener-supported. If you'd like to find out ways to help us to continue to produce this podcast, again, you can find that at the website, straighttruth.net. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.